Hello, welcome back to Gangland. I'm your host, Scotty Demons. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about my new crypto strategy, a little documentary on my life, of course, because that's what this, I mean, this podcast is a little bit about, and the rise of champion. Now, I'm going to just start off with that last note, the rise of champion. So if you don't know what champion is, champion is this is a clothing company slash shoe company which is kind of the same, you know? And like, I've been seeing it a lot and I kind of see, I'm starting to see potential in this company because they first started out, I don't know all like the details and stuff, but like I noticed they first started out like selling in Walmart and they used to sell like crazy cause they had, they, they were like nice sweaters and then they had a nice logo. And I was like, wow, you should actually do your research in this company. Like, and then everybody started buying them. And like, it was like, no matter where they got it from or, the brand it was like they didn't care like it was just it was just something that people wear all the time and it was just like one of those clothes and like those type of clothes are like those type of clothes from the companies are like the type of clothes that like you know stay around people just wear wherever because like when they're lazy and most people are lazy like all the time so of course they're gonna be wearing it everywhere so i think champion has like the potential of being like just shooting to the top with nike or and adidas and maybe even beat them because like you know, it seems like they're both kind of like sl- slacking right now. Actually, I'm not gonna say that about Nike because I just found these shoes. Like, I'm not, I'm not a shoe guy. Trust me, I'm not a shoe guy at all. And I just saw these shoes in the store, and they're like, they're like, you know, those shoes, the shoes from like Back to the Future. They're like the shape of those, but just modern. Maybe I'll like put it in the video or something. They're they just they were just awesome, honestly. Like, they're two hundred dollars shoes, and they're probably. Like, the first $200 shoes I'll pay $200 for in a while. Like I don't buy clothes that often. Like most of my stuff is either from China and I bought for like a quarter of the price it would be for over here or um, hand-me-downs. Like most of my shoes are hand-me-downs, but I don't wear most of my shoes. I only wear the shoes that I bought because you know, those are obviously the ones I like the most. Yeah, so I think they, I think these people need to watch out for Champion. I don't even think they sell their stuff in Walmart anymore. So they're probably getting a little too like, you know, excited they're like, oh yeah, people are wearing my stuff. And I'm like starting to see this more and more. People wearing Champion. I was like, who the fuck is Champion and how long have they been around? So I guess I gotta do my research a little bit more because it's actually insane how like big they're getting already. It's like, it seems like I'm not, like, I'm, it's like almost I'm seeing as much as I see as Nike or something, which is insane. Well, probably not as much as Nike, probably much as like more than Reebok because who sees Reebok anymore like you don't even see Reebok anymore and little did you know Reebok is owned by Adidas wow like I guess they just gave up on that and like yeah, Reebok used to be good too because like they used to make real comfortable shoes like like ridiculously comfortable shoes <laughs> like it was just ridiculous honestly like I was a kid just loving these shoes just because they're so comfortable whatever we're gonna move into the next section my little document recently i have quit my bj's job at the restaurant the bj's brew house i probably shouldn't have like shouted out like that but whatever it's done now i used to work at a restaurant as a busser so i'm gonna just tell you about the day i quit so the day i quit was on a friday and then like okay i'm gonna just start from the morning so that morning i had an interview at a thrift store and then they basically, it was like one of those jobs they just hired on the first first interview, just like how I got the BJ job. And so I was so I was like, I got that job. And they were like, oh yeah, just come Monday, bring all your stuff and you can work. And I had to work that night at BJ's. So I worked that night. It was a pretty good shift, you know, until the end where my manager started bitching about not cleaning the bathroom. 
but like if you know my being a buster like you gotta serve you're basically serving the servers because you have to clean all their stuff and like i don't have time to be worrying about no bathroom like i'm getting ticked out by these servers <laughs> like you're only paying me five dollars an hour and that's not enough to be no fucking plumber y'all look like a fucking plumber i didn't sign to be a fucking plumber not to sound too cocky but i'm too fucking pretty to be a fucking plumber <laughs> but i'm not gonna be a fucking plumber for five dollars like no that's not it that's not it at all chief I don't care. I don't care if you would do it. I wouldn't do it. Like you can, you probably lick the toilet. I wouldn't. Fuck it. I, don't, I ain't touching no fucking piss and shit. I'm like no, it's already worse enough that to clean up, throw up everywhere once in a while. And I barely did that, honestly. Like most people quit because they have to do that. And like I've been at that job for like what a year and seven months now. Well, was the year and seven months? Was the longest time I've ever had a job. It was the longest time I've ever had a job. <laughs> so that was crazy but it all came to an end like i just i didn't even know i was gonna quit that night like i just the dude was getting emotional and he was like he like this manager is like a real bitch and when i mean like bitch he's like he has a vagina between his legs and he's a dude so <laughs> he's just like he he's like being all passive aggressive and i'm just like he has this question he was like so you got anything to tell me scott and i was like no, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> like, why the fuck? Like, if you if you're a man and you're a dude, like, not even like if you're just any type of like boss level, just be direct. Like, don't be a fucking passive aggressive bitch. Like, that is the most annoying shit. Be direct. If there's something I didn't see, tell me that I didn't see a fucking overflowing toilet. And like, just tell me. Like, don't act like you have a fucking bloody ass vagina in between your legs. No, like, you know, I'm not like shooting at women right now but i'm just saying like you know how bitchy they can get when they have you know the periods or whatever but not to be like you know offensive yeah so it was just like no i don't know what the fuck you're talking about he was like so you didn't see the overflowing toilet and i was like fuck no i didn't see no overflowing toilet because <laughs> i just went in there and picked up paper towels and left and like i was already cut so i was like nigga i'm trying to get out my uber is already like on the way and he was just like and then he just like he just hit a signal to his other manager he was like oh yep you hear that at least yep i'm like bitch <laughs> so so and i just ended up leaving i just left <clears throat> i just left like right then and there i just left and never looked back i didn't even give him a i quit post paper or whatever i should have that would have been the more responsible thing to do but i was like i don't like i don't fucking care i don't need this job anymore like i already had another job i literally got a job that morning literally like i just said i just got that job that morning and then so I just like, you know, as soon as I got to the Uber car, I was just like, no, I'm never going back to that bitch. <laughs> I'm just never going back. <laughs> and then there's got to deal with that. And then I looked up like my schedule for that job. It was like, like okay, like, when I got like home from that day, that night, I looked at the schedule and then see, I saw like he started unposting my like shifts and shit. I was like, okay, now I'm definitely not going back to that shit. No, actually, that's when I decided I'm never going back. Cause like if you're unposting my schedule, like when I was already fucking you know, scheduled, <laughs> and then, like, I already was cut when you guys to do all this dumb shit, like, if you want someone to take care of your toilets, you should have someone that's, like, you know, actually able to go in the bathroom and take care of the toilets and stuff, because, like, that's not me, that's not a buster, like, that's not, I'm not, like, I have to wear a uniform, not to be around guests all day, they, that's what they call customers guests, which is stupid, I guess, but, yeah, not to be around guests, you want me to clean up shit and piss, like, no, that's, no, that's not gonna happen. Like, there's BJ's is like kind of like a 
almost upscale restaurants so like bad bitches would come in here and they're all dressed up and shit and, like you think i'm gonna be smelling like shit and piss around them like no fuck no not at all that's not me sir you can find someone else I'm pretty sure, like, you can find one of these little immigrants that are not used to getting paid this much to do it because they're not, they're, I mean, not to sound racist or anything, but they're just not used to making this much. So, of course, they would do more. So, find one of them, <laughs> like, and use them. Just do that, you ass white. So, basically, yeah, probably, I should probably tell you not to, like, just quit your job like that. Just tell them you're quitting, and it'll probably be better for you. Like, I don't know how it's gonna affect me. I've done this before in my other jobs, and I don't think it's really affecting me. I don't know. It's like, that eight months, I think I talked about in Gangland before, but like there was eight months I didn't have a job and I was like super depressed. I didn't even know I was depressed at the time, but I was like super depressed, couldn't get a job, and I thought my life was over. And I was like only 18. I thought my life was over. <laughs> Literally just thought my life was over. Like I was like, what the fuck is the rest of my life gonna be like if I can't even find a fucking job? Like I, I literally couldn't imagine the rest of my life. Well, I could, the fact that I could imagine the rest of my life just made me more depressed because like I was just so miserable at the time like I just like because I like I have all these dreams about like you know running the world and saving everybody and making sure everybody like you know having a nice comfortable life well not comfortable but like because like people need adversity trust me and then so uh, like, I got like my dream is to like give everybody a nice little platform to find their purpose and do what they're supposed to do and i like keep on having dreams about that and keep on thinking about all these new inventions i'm thinking about in businesses like you imagine thinking about all this stuff but not even having a job to help you start it for eight months like that shit was crazy like it was, i think it was nine actually like nine months is a long time for an 18 year old trying to make a lot of money <laughs> like it's a very long time like i literally thought i was just gonna die because like i don't know i just felt like my life was over like i literally told my friend's mom that I feel like I'm in like a I'm like an I'm like I'm having a middle aged crisis I think it's called and she was like she just laughed <laughs> of course it's like I'm an 18 year old saying some dumbass shit like that but she just laughed and she's like no you'll find a job soon enough and I I, I obviously eventually did BJ's but I was just I was just so over life at that point but. You know, you live, you learn, and you did. So basically, why I couldn't get a job was because of me. So I don't think it was because, like, I just left other jobs. But I think it was because of me. I didn't try it. Like, it was not because I didn't try it hard enough. I didn't have a car. And, like, the best way to get a job is to, like, obviously apply. And then go in there and meet the manager and stuff. And show you, like, show them how you are or whatever. And just, like, yeah. And I couldn't do that because I didn't have a car. And then, like, I was living at uh, my friend's house best friend's house at the time and like they like always locked up their house and stuff with their alarms so i could rarely leave the house not because they like trapped me in there it's just like you know you know it was just like it was just stupid to ask every time to like unlock the i mean like turn off the alarm and give me a key or unlock the unlock the door when i come back or like that was just all too much like I eventually ended up leaving, not because of that, but because it was like too comfortable. Like it was a nice house, and they like fed me with like whatever I went whenever they could. And, like, like I obviously wasn't like the first like you know objective because they had a son. Like he was obviously the first objective, but like they they I guess they did what they could. It was nice. Like I guess nobody else would do that, but it was nice. And it was just too comfortable for me, and like it wasn't. It was, like they were be. I, I just felt like they were enabling me to be more of a loser. Not that they were, like they were doing it on purpose. Like if anything, they were trying to make me better. But it was just not the right situation I needed to be in to get the life I wanted. Like 
I needed to be in a one-bedroom apartment living with a horrible bed and roaches and shit like that. Because that's adversity. That's what I call adversity. Because that shit will make you want to build a life. And that, that shit will make you feel like you have no other choice to build a, a, a better life. So, like, I, I eventually realized I had to go back to that. And so I did. I came back here with the roaches and shit. <laughs> Solved the roaches problem. Well, not really, because roaches so but like i i fought like 90 percent of them off which is good if you know what a roach infestation is like it's horrible <laughs> and and you know yeah so i basically did that so yeah i basically quit that job and i was like fuck it fuck that place and then you know what i did to yesterday i got like a little drunk and then like i saw i went on the sketch the bj schedule again on online and i saw like people somebody released their shifts and i picked that shit up and tell me why their dumbasses accepted that shit. Like, they have to look at that and accept it for you to get that shift. And they accepted it, knowing that I haven't been there for two weeks. <laughs> so it was just like, what, what type of dumbasses are you? Like, like, I don't know, they're just horrible managers. So I might just go there on that night at that time and be like, and just in my regular clothes and just eat. <laughs> and I'm like, you're supposed to be here. And like, bitch, when was the last time I worked here, you dumb fuck? <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, uh, and the reason I hate that job is because, like, the GM is, like, first of all, he's a pedophile, like, an actual pedophile. So let me tell this story right quick. I'm going to tell this nigga business because I really hate this dude. So he, he used to be a teacher once upon a time in, like, what, 2002, 2004, whatever that time was, like, basically when I was in diapers and shit. So he was a teacher and, like, <laughs> and then he fell in love with one of his students. And he used to like fuck her all the time, like in the classroom and the, at our house. And then he eventually got caught by her parents. Like imagine that scene, getting caught mid fuck fucking an underage girl while you a grown ass man. Can you imagine? Like, could you imagine that shit? Can you imagine being the parents and seeing that shit? Can you imagine being the pedophile in that situation? Like, it isn't. It's in a fucking. It's a. It's a black mirror situation right there. That's an insane fucking situation. Like, who would? Like, how do you fall in love with an eleven-year-old? Like, I get that some of these girls look grown, but like, as soon as you start talking to them, they're children. Children. Like, as soon as I hear that child in their voice, I'm just like, my dick go. That's a negative sound if you're listening to this. That's a negative sound. Like it just, it's just like no, I can't. No, why the fuck we're we talking to this? And I just leave. Like one little girl came up to me one time and started talking to me. And she was just like, she tried to intervene in the conversation. She was like, "What are y'all talking about?" And I was like, I was about to say some funny shit, but then I looked at her and she was like a child, and I was like, nothing, <laughs> nothing, because like I'm not, no, <laughs> no, I don't want, no, I don't even want that at all. Like no, fuck out of here. I'm not trying to talk to no little ass girl so people think I'm a fucking pedophile. No, fuck that. No. So, yeah. So, basically, moral of that story, don't fuck little children. And, like, first of all, let me talk. Like, he was basically the talk of that whole entire restaurant. Like, everybody knew. Like, it was, like, an unspoken thing, but everybody spoke about it. Like, you know, I kinda, that contra contradicts itself. But, like, everybody knew he was a pedophile. And everybody used to, like, laugh and make fun of him behind his back, which is really funny. Because I think that's what pedophiles get. Like, honestly, if you're really... If you're willing to fuck a little ass girl, you're an infestation. You don't need to be here. <laughs> you don't need to be here. Like, I, mean, I feel like that can't really change because people can't really change their who are their.
you feel like anxious, you feel nervous, you feel like everything in your body is going off, your body is reacting to who you're attracted to. And if pedophiles are feeling that to little ass girls, what makes you think they're ever going to fucking stop? <laughs> like, that's, they're only going to what their body is reacting to. So, like, that's not going to stop. So they're basically infestation. Like, they need to be put on their little own island and give them a whole bunch of little children sex dolls so they'll just be, <laughs> just stay there for the rest of their fucking life and just stay out of society because, like, they don't, no. And, like, I no, we don't need pedophiles. I don't give a fuck who they are. They just don't need to be here. Like, they might be human. I don't give a fuck. Like, no. Like, if you're really in a fucking little girl, you don't need to be here. <laughs> you don't need to be here. Fuck out of here. I don't care if you were born like that. Sorry. Unlucky. Babies die when they're babies, so <laughs> you're gonna have to die when you're old and a pedophile, so fuck you. So, yeah, basically, moral of that story, don't fuck kids. Don't run a restaurant. Like, first of all, this nigga, and this is another life story, he hates his job, and he's 50. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I'd be damned being 50 and hating my job. What the f- you had your whole entire life to fix your life. Like, if you're 50... You left, you lived through three gold rushes. The, the real estate gold rush, the internet gold rush, the social media gold rush. Like, you had more than enough chances to fix your shit. Like, even the, the internet don't care if you're a pedophile. Like, it does, but you don't have to be the face of your own brand. Like, come on now, you don't, you could be, you got high behind a logo and still make a fuck ton of money. Like, for real. <laughs> so... Is like why would you spend all this time just hating your life? You you have no choice. You like you have so much opportunity to fix it. But I get people don't think the same. And it, and obviously just I think it just seems so obvious to me because like you know targeted marketing nowadays like the internet is all targeted marketing. So it seems like all I see is like business and how to make money and stuff. But like now that I realize other people don't see that shit at all because they're only getting. They're getting targeted by whatever their interests are, so they if they're into like don like horses and cats and you know shoes. You're never gonna see a fucking how to make money video, or crypto video, or investing in stocks and real estate video. So that's how you gotta think about it. So I probably shouldn't be using him as like such a like platform this whole time, but like it's a pretty good <laughs> way to give you a little value. Yeah, basically do what you need to do now so you won't end up hating your fucking job at 50 years old. Like that's literally a little past middle age. He only got like what, 20 years, 30 years? Cause he's fat as shit. So he probably only got like 20 years left. Just do what you need to do now. If you're 20, 30, get your shit together right now. Look up a video. If, you're, if your problem is money, Look up how to make money. If your problem is love, look up how to get a girlfriend slash boyfriend. Like, it's that simple. Like, we literally have the best knowledge-based technology we've ever had in our civilization ever. Like, you can literally just learn anything at the tip of your fingers. So, yeah, basically that. Don't hate your life at 50. Just imagine hating your life at 50 and being like, Actually, I'm going to tell you how to figure out your purpose right now. So, how you figure out your purpose or figure out what you like. Okay, let's start how to figure out what you like. So, look, think back when you were a kid and just ignore the whole, like, you know, immature shit. Just ignore the whole, ch- the whole child reaction, you know, immature shit. And, like, think about what you actually like. And what I found that I liked was soccer, uh, racing, and 
a little bit of dancing, but I, I can't see myself dancing now for some reason. I probably could dance, but I don't see myself dancing right now. And being a leader, like I kind of like leading kids and like, you know, getting on the right direction. Not being a bossy, like I was never bossy. I, like I was kind of quiet, but when it came to like leading, like I would lead, you know, I would get loud and like not like aggressive loud, but like I would make sure you heard me and shit, you know. So basically, uh, that's probably enough. But like, just re like think about what you liked and what you're good at, and try to apply that to now. Because why I say like when you're a kid, because when you're a kid, that was your most purest form. So whatever you liked is that that's exactly what you did right then and there because you had no other choice like you didn't have a life you didn't have to pay bills you had to go to work so whatever you liked you just did okay so that's basically what you like and if you like that as a kid you're most likely gonna like it now because it's not like you were a whole different person like you were just a child <laughs> you might have been immature but you were just the same person i mean the only thing was a little chemical change in your brain that didn't change your interests so yeah and then like for your purpose like think of what you would love to be in the future and how you how would you live your life like if you're like if you want to be 60 in space on mars you know building a, a population a, a village on mars you gotta think of how you're gonna get there is either you're gonna be an astronaut you're gonna you're gonna learn how to you know grow plants in very hard environments you're gonna or um i don't know all the names for these jobs but People that, you know, check the, the planet, dirt, whatever, and then the atmosphere, and then, you know, people, people that, like, things that would be useful to living on Mars in the early stages, you know, which is, like, food and security and environment, or how to get there, you know, be an astronaut. The reason why I couldn't be an astronaut, and I, I, want, I do want to go to Mars one day, but the reason why I couldn't be an astronaut is because you have to go through school for a whole lot of time and that's exactly why i didn't do most of the stuff i came up with at first because like i i fucking hated school like if i had to do eight more years of school here would have been me blow i'm gonna shot my fucking throat out like i wouldn't care like I, I hated fucking school like nobody needs to go to school like nobody school never taught me anything that i actually need or use now like i'm only 21 and i still don't use shit that school taught me because it was stupid and like I barely even listen anyway. Basically, reverse engineer your future. If you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna just sit on the beach when you're 50 years old, figure out how you're gonna be able to sit on the beach. You're obviously gonna build a whole bunch of passive income. And for the listeners, that's air quote quotes around that because there's no real such thing as passive income. I mean, yeah, there is such thing as passive income, but if you're gonna get passive income, you already have good income, which is like you know. And the only things I can leave up, lead up to good, I mean, to passive income is investing in businesses early, like before they IPO, which is initial, I forgot what it's called, but like when they first, like, you know, get on the stock market, you have to be in that, you have to be invested in that company before they get into the stock market. Because that's actually the best time. Like, if you invested in Uber before it got in the stock market, you're already rich. But, like, since it's on the stock market, I don't know where that fucking stock is going to go. I know where Uber's going to go, or at least try to go. I think Uber is going to be, like, the biggest transportation company in the world, honestly. <laughs> like, it's going to be really big. Like, they're so diverse, it's insane. And it's so quick, too. Like, how, like damn, like, you've only been popular for, like, what, five years now? And, like, I don't think I've been using it for five years. I think I've only been using it for, like, a year yeah, I've only used it when I got to BJ's. So, 
Yeah, so I like I was surprised that they got those rich that quick, but I'm not surprised actually because transportation is something that people need every day and all the time. So basically, if you want passive income, you're gonna like real estate is good, but if you're doing real estate, it's not gonna be passive income at first. That's for damn sure. <laughs> it's not gonna be passive at all at first. <laughs> like it's gonna be, you're gonna be working. Trust me, you're gonna be working. And not that I've done it. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you, but. I've been watching a whole bunch of videos and doing a whole bunch of real estate. I mean, a whole bunch of research on all this stuff. So definitely not going to be passive at first. So yeah, reverse engineer your future. If you want to live on a beach, or yeah, live on a beach, <laughs> you're going to have to, like, without working every day, you're going to need some passive, passive income. So you're probably going to have to buy a whole bunch of property, build that property up, get a couple of managers, get people to run that property, and then, you know, wait until it's just fully profiting by itself. Like, and it's just like, when it... Like what I mean by that is like the amount you pay for that property is paid off by like it paid, you know, paid back itself or whatever. Yeah, hopefully you get what I mean. But, you know, hopefully that happened. That's pa that's when it becomes passive income. And when it becomes passive income for businesses is when like, like for Microsoft, for example, Bill Gates built that company. And then he like, you know, hired someone else to, to run it for him because he retired. That he still owns a percentage of that company, so that's passive income. He don't do shit. <laughs> he still owns a percentage of that company. So passive income is not easy. It's not exactly what you think it is. Like you're gonna have to do a whole bunch of work before you know it becomes passive income. So believe that. <clears throat> and for this last little segment, I'm gonna talk about my new crypto strategy. Now, like, like when I wrote this down for this, you know, topic in this podcast, that was like a whole different state. So what I first thought was that like I would buy a coin, you know, when it's like down and then obviously sell it when it's at the top, when it peaks a little bit, you know, that's what you think. Right. But then like I started to notice the little fees and shit that Coinbase does a little bit. It's not like a whole bunch of fees, but it was like it would, it would impact the profitability on it, like peaking or whatever, because and I don't mean like super peaking, like when it did in like um, December of 2017, when it like Bitcoin skyrocketed and shit, and all the other cryptos skyrocketed in their category, or whatever. I'm not talking about that type of peak. I'm talking about like little, like what, of 20, 30%, you know, increase or whatever. But, and then like, so that wouldn't be that much because counting all the fees and stuff, it wouldn't be that much. <laughs> so I was like, eh, fuck it. So I just gonna have to buy. So the, the real crypto strategy is to buy low and then obviously sell high. But like the thing with cryptos is that like let's use like Litecoin for example, it was at twenty dollars in December twenty eighteen or January. It was twenty dollars. That shit is worth a hundred forty dollars at this moment of me speaking right now. So if you had bought, and I don't think it's ever gonna go that low again. <laughs> I don't, like I'm not. I'm trying not to jinx it, but I don't think it's ever gonna go that low again. So. If you have bought like 16 shares, I mean 16 coins at that point, it's a lot of fucking money now. And then it's not even done peaking. Like, uh, Litecoin's about to do what it's called, um, halvening. I think that's what it's called. When it's like, they cut the, they cut the amount for miners of how much they get when they like, you know, earn a, a, a block or a coin, as you should say. And then the reason why the coin goes up in price i mean the coin goes up in values because the miners that aren't as dedicated to like the the real dedicated miners quit because it's going to be less valuable to them 
which leaves a whole bunch of more coins for the few that are really dedicated to mining like so that's where the value comes from so that's what it is basically so i mean buy low sell high because i really like like i i like i was watching this litecoin for the whole time when it was at 20 dollars i was like shit like is it gonna go below 20 dollars or is it gonna go above 20 dollars and it's it never reached below 20 dollars so i was like i was watching this the whole time i never bought it at that time like I started, I started buying again when it was at a hundred dollars, which is good too. But it's like it's not, it's not, it's gonna go lower than that when it like you know drops again. Like my prediction is that it's gonna go back when after this whole happening stuff, it's gonna go back down to let's see, probably fifty dollars. That's probably gonna be its lowest. I get, I think I'm not. Don't quote me on that, but I'm guessing fifty dollars. If I'm right, I'm definitely gonna come back to the video. Or podcast, and you know, say, hey, I got it right. Hey, so yeah, that's basically that. And like, I want to talk about another. I forgot. I like, I made another podcast, like last week's podcast, about like the the three best um cryptos to invest in. The three best categories of cryptos to invest in. I said attention based, time saving, and the platform cryptos like Ethereum, basically. So another one I want to add to that is a privacy crypto category. Now the whole reason why cryptos popped off is because of privacy. Like I found, like I knew that, but like I forgot to mention that because you know I didn't really care about privacy. That's not my type of coin. But like as I do my more research, I'm just like, oh shit, <laughs> maybe this is a good coin to invest in after all, or categorize that's good in investing after all. So I'm gonna give you an example of a privacy crypto, which is Monero. Like if you're like into cryptos, you probably know about Monero. But yeah, that's a good one to invest in. And like the funny thing about Monero is that it's younger than Litecoin, but like after that whole like you know peak and then dropped, it it, w it was more valuable at its at its like lowest point than Litecoin was, which is interesting. So I guess privacy will be better to invest in than speed, but who knows where this stuff is gonna go to, or is crypto like I I do know it, I, I kind of know where crypto market is gonna go, like I think. Honestly, the the these four categories are gonna be the top four categories. Honestly, like I don't know which coins particularly are gonna be the the best ones, but Facebook is coming out with their own crypto, but it's gonna be like um gonna be a stable coin, so it's never gonna like go up and down in value and stuff. So it's gonna be just straight stable. The, it's gonna go by the currencies that already exist, so basically stable coin, which means like obviously I just said you know doesn't fluctuate. But hope you hopefully you got some value out of this podcast today. I know like it's probably gonna be like my posting is gonna be probably a little weird for a little while because like I have a whole new schedule now. I work in the mornings instead of nights, so I might you know not be able to you know record as often as I like. And I'm trying to get new equipment because uh, you probably noticed that this mic is a little fucked up. I hope it doesn't sound too bad. I don't think it sounds that bad, but I noticed it because, you know, I'm making it. But hopefully you just stick with me. I hope you stay with me because I'm pretty, um, I guarantee you I'm going to be talking about some very valuable stuff and I really want to take you guys on this journey with me. So hopefully you can profit off this journey with me too. Be just learning my mistakes as I go along. And I think that's honestly really like, you know, interesting because you being able to follow me while as I go along through this journey is just incredible, honestly. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that this episode. This is Gangland. I'm your host, Scotty Demons, and I'll catch you in the next podcast. Goodbye.